Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Uh, Let's get to David. David, good news today, right? David Lassen is a senior editor for Trains Magazine. He's our go-to guy whenever we want to talk about the railway. Seems like we've been trying to avert a railway strike for quite some time now, and it looks like it's done. Is that safe to say? Well, it's it's pretty close to being done. I mean, the Senate still has to vote, but I think that it's pretty clear that we're going to have the strike averted. Now, whether... um, whether it's good news or not, I guess, depends on whether you, you're a, a union member or not, because I know that they aren't very happy that the uh, um, deal that's going to be imposed, uh, you know, four of the unions are going to end up having to accept the deal that they voted down. But, uh, it, you know, for, for the public at large, yes, that the, uh, the strike looks like it's going to be averted is definitely good news. Now, will part of the deal be that they get their seven sick days? Uh, well, I think, you know, that's probably more of a question for someone in politics than than for me, because that's going to that's uh, going to depend on what the Senate does. As I understand it, the way the House passed the bill, um, they have they have voted to impose the terms of the tentative agreement. But the uh, the seven sick days was a separate vote. Right. By doing it that way. Um, the Senate can can also impose the terms of the agreement, but not necessarily go along with the sick day provision. David Lassen so, uh, follows everything that has to do with trains. He is a senior editor for Trains Magazine. So the unions are not going to be happy with the deal, but general public will be happy. And they said in, in one of the articles that I read that 765,000 people would be out of work while railway strikers were, well, while railway, railway workers were on strike. Is that a fair estimate that it would put that many people out of work? I think that the, that figure uh, was if the strike lasted a week, you would see that many people out of work. And I don't think there was ever any chance it would last that long. I think that um, Congress would have intervened before it reached that point. But, yes, I mean, the longer it goes on, definitely you start seeing enormous um, ripple effects across the economy. Uh, factories start closing because they can't get supplies. I mean, it, uh, you know... It seems like this is the only time when Americans really understand how much railroads do is when suddenly they're not going to be there. Right. They said it would impact 2 million passengers a day. It could cost the economy a loss of $2 billion a day. And you're right, David, that's not anybody, nobody really thinks about that on a daily basis until they're threatened with a strike and they think, oh, geez, how is this going to affect me? Exactly. I mean, you know, one of the reasons that... that, uh, those of us in and around the industry find it so interesting is because there are so many ways that it touches all of us. Mm -hmm. So uh, it is expected that it will be passed. What do you think that unions will do when when that does happen? There's not much they can do. I mean, um, by passing the legislation, you know, any strike becomes that they might want to consider becomes a wildcat deal in which they could be replaced. So Basically, they're just going to have to kind of, you know, grin and bear it to some extent. What I do think is a possibility is, you know, um, and this has been considered, you know, something people talked about even since the uh, 
tentative agreement was was first passed is what you may well see is a lot of people are going to kind of take the money and run. They'll get the the big back chunk of back pay and and the bonuses that's coming, and they may just leave the railroad industry and go off to something else, which is uh, sh- or should be a big concern for the railroads because they've been having hiring problems as it is. And if they suddenly have a mass exodus of workers, they're going to find themselves back in um, some of the problems with uh, operations that they've been having since the pandemic. Well, I've got a kid who has loved trains from the time he was little and always dreamed of having a career in some form, and every college counselor, every time he met with anybody, you could see there was a decrease in jobs, that there are fewer jobs when it comes to the railroads. So it seems like they're being condensed. Is that a fair assessment? Well, and, and the railroads continue. Yes, I mean, um, you know, the railroads have gone to this operating model, I think we may have talked about this before, called precision schedule railroading, where the idea is to move um, more freight with fewer trains and therefore fewer people and so they have um, dramatically decreased their um, their uh, workforces over the last few years that's actually one of the issues that has uh, led to the labor unhappiness is that um, they feel like they're being asked to uh, carry a much heavier burden uh, than they have before it's one reason that they say that the sick time thing is now such a big deal, Where, um, whereas in the past, the fact that they didn't get regular sick days was not that big of a deal. It's now so hard for them to get time off just for medical appointments and things like that, that it's a big issue. Right, and that has been a big issue and a point of contention for them. Thank you for the update, David. We appreciate it. Steve has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Happy holidays from all of us at WGN to all of you. Merry Christmas, Chicago.